Oh god. Oh god. No, but but more. Okay. All right. Like, it's it's black Doesn't mirror. Doesn't have to be more. Here. Just because it's, it's just because it's you. No, it's like black mirror. It's <laughs> it's, it's hot where I am, but more. <laughs> but too much. Yeah, but too much. Yeah, it's, it's echoey where I am as well. Uh, yeah, but you know, not not egregiously so. Okay, it's still better than what would have happened yesterday. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, we we couldn't hear it, but I understand. If, if 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 it basically sounds like someone's drilling into your skull and you're trying to talk, then that's not it's not conducive to recording a podcast. No, no, it's not. It's been a while. Mm. Mm-hmm. We've, been, we've been pod fading. We've been drifting. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. what's new with you, mate? Um, nothing exciting. <laughs> so that's that's a great great show. Um, I'll stop by. Uh, yeah. Um, the the pressure is rising, and I'm trying to figure out ways to deal with that. So I just went on a nice long walk in the sun. Um, the Apple Watch messed up my streak yesterday. I, I've been on. I was heading towards a, a two week streak of closing all my rings, as it were. Um, yeah, you you mentioned closing rings the other day, and I, I wasn't being childish, but I just. I, I, I didn't know what you meant. No, no, that's fine if you don't know what I mean. Um, no, Apple Watch, but I saw you tweet something about closing all your rings. I was yeah. like, oh, TMI. Yeah. Um, so the the, uh, the the Apple Watch has this uh, their, their particular method of tracking your activity and giving you feedback is that you have three rings. You have a move ring, an exercise ring, and a stand ring. And uh, you close the stand ring by standing 12 hours out of uh you're waking however many uh and that just means getting up when it roughly tells you to get up and moving around for a minute because sitting is the new smoking um and then you've got the move goal which is just general moving around the place uh and then exercise the the exercise ring is your actual you know 30 minutes of elevating your heart rate and uh that's standing ring so just just to be clear you don't have to stand up for 12 hours no you have to stand in all 12 of the hours that's right. For some time. Yeah, for like a minute and move around. Um, just just to right. sort of get the blood continuing to flow to the bits where it needs to flow to. Uh, and uh, I, I did it, I have done it for all, uh, for the last, what are we on now, 12 days. But my watch had a freak out yesterday because I tried the, and we're not going to go into this, I'm not going to be one of these podcasts, but I had the beta of the iOS thing on the phone yesterday and then that upset my watch. Um so it's it it sat charging for most of the day and trying to update the operating system because um, when you update the operating system on the watch you sort of have to block out a day so um that's uh, that's what happened there so i'm really sad that um i've now got a broken streak that my well my watch thinks i have but i know i did all the things yesterday anyway uh so that's that uh but yes pressure's rising um and i was I was with my brother on tuesday my brother and and uh the the little nephew and i felt it mm. just and it's just oh it's just oh oh i've got to figure out ways to to deal with with all of that because uh we've got an event coming up and um stress stress time it's okay. not stressful it's just pressure what are we so what are we doing so you've you've tweeted many times that we're doing a thing yeah. So we, we what we need to do is we 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 talked about the festival before, but we need to talk about thread at the festival and kind of work get get my head around what we're doing. Yes. 
Um, we won't see you until Saturday. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> um, no, I don't, I've got some interesting things about my life to tell you about. No, no, I want to hear those. I, I was conscious of the fact that we we've rolled into uh, we've rolled no, into no, talking no, about the festival. No, 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 I'm not saying life. like I'm not I'm not saying like we need to make the show about me now. What I'm saying is is that that yes, some some adjacent things and pressures. So it's lots of fun. So we <laughs> so we're going to just t- turn up and then and then festival happen. <laughs> um, yes, John. But, but yes, John. No, the but, festival will just happen. I'm I'm eliding some stuff there because what I want to focus on right now is what. So, thread apparently we're reviewing the festival. <laughs> um, while I, the I, festival's happening, I really think I yeah I just like the the idea of the very meta conversation of okay. I think we're we're kicking off the Sunday, um, and the idea of actually just starting off with so like how do you think the festival's going and um, us just sort of reviewing our own. Uh, ability to run a festival, I think, would be quite fun. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's that kind of thing. And just generally um, doing what we do, uh, maybe do a thread of the week. Okay. That kind of thing. So fairly, smells, that fairly sounds fairly relaxed. That yeah. Relaxed. And because we won't start on time, like uh, that, that'll, that'll be fine. And so it probably won't be 45 minutes. It'll probably be closer to half an hour. Um, Why won't we start on time? Because, you know, life. Um, okay. Because, you know life <laughs> because of getting people into the venue at the right time and all that kind of stuff. And there will be people who were here for the Sunday who weren't here for the Saturday and just introducing everything and getting nice. everyone sat down. Like, you know, we, we won't start at three fifteen, but the, that, that would be, that's the, the, that's my build show time in my head is that, uh, we are on at three fifteen. Cool. So tell me about your life, John. Well, so the, the uh I, I don't know if this is gonna if this is gonna happen or not, but I might I might move house during the weekend of the pod festival. Right. <laughs> Which is just the worst possible timing. Yeah. Yeah it is. Um it, it looks it so you you've you've bought bought uh, homes, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Homes under Twice. the hammer. Um signed signed for the house on Monday. And nothing has happened for months and then during the meeting where you went, so you sign the paperwork, but you don't know when you're going to move yet. You just know that you're just saying that you're going to move. And then there's the exchange thing that happens. And then there's the completion thing that happens. And these three things, signing and exchanging and completing, they, um, they happen in that order, but there's a lot of flex between how long happens between each one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went from nothing to signing to suddenly everyone saying, let's move next Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the space of 10 minutes while I was sat in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to the end of that and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like, like a thing we will do. And then, um, somebody just went, oh yeah, but we're having one more survey done on the house that we're buying. Um, so, uh, we'll let everyone know on Monday. So on Monday, I'll know if I'm moving on Friday. So if you are moving on Friday, what's that mean? It means I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah. Um, uh, so it means I'm going to have a very, very, very busy week, doesn't it? Does yes, um, yes. I guess, I guess it does. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be waking up in a strange house, unpacking things, and then leaving the house at about two and going to a pod festival, and then doing that, and then going home, and then doing unpacking. Probably be helpful if you left the house before two, because that's when we start loading into the venue. But yeah, either way, uh, one. You haven't given me a call sheet yet. It's fine. No. Um, so yeah, so that's going to, that's going to be exciting. I, I am kind of, I'm kind of, ho- I'm kind of hoping that it moves back. 
Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I don't know why everything has to be so intense. It's like, it's like no one ever moves house. It's like they're making it up as they go along every time they do it. Yes, indeed. Maybe that's cause my, my current job involves lots of processes and things like that. I guess. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get it. I mean, I, I, my, mine was, um, my, my last one was it wasn't happening until it suddenly happened, you know, for, for, yeah. for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, um, I was really hoping to move before the new year, you know, um, I, I really wanted to be in just before Christmas and, uh, hmm. it ended up being, um, in early, no, was it January the 19th, something like that. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and for ages you just hear nothing and then, it's a bit like recording with you um, for <sighs> for ages. You hear nothing. And then suddenly like, it, we're going now. We, we've got to go now. And you're like, oh, 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 I mean, I mean, okay. You're, you're, you're sort of shouting at me, but like, I've been ready to go. And I'm not accusing you of, be, of behaving like that, but that's how like they are. They're like, look, look, look it's, it's happening now. I, I was ready for it to, to happen now. That's fine. But just let's, let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's a stressful time, mate. I, um, so what are you going to do? So when, when I was much younger hmm. and uh, my parents moved from one bit of Birmingham to another bit of Birmingham, hmm. we, I, they, they sort of packed me away to my aunts for a couple of days. Um, what are you doing with your, with your bairn? Oh, they'll, they'll just, um, if we move on the Friday, they'll be at school. Ah, yeah. So, so they'll just turn up and be in a new house. So state-sponsored uh, childcare for that day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's, yeah, that, that's so, fair enough. Yes, actually, that's a good point. I think mine was in, mine was possibly in the summer holidays when it happened. So that would explain that. Mm. So back to, but back to life, back to reality. Um, things I'm looking forward to the most at the Podfest. I'm really looking forward to um, Swinging Through Spider-Man Live. Well, they're first, so that's good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, cause I, I, I don't know. Are they just going to do a regular episode? Are they going to do something different? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And I'm very much looking forward to Beware of the Leopard. Yeah. Cause that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be, uh, tons of fun. And we got, we got some rock stars in the group as well. We got, uh, Soda Jerker. Yep. Looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, we've got a new edition, um, which is called, I'm not throwing shade, but I've just forgotten the name of the, the new show. It was a, a fairly late edition and, uh, uh, it sounds like it'll be a, like it'll be a good giggle. Um, they've got very good, uh, I've, I forgot because I haven't been in this particular space of podcasting for a while. I forgot that there is a tradition among a certain type of podcast to go and get, mm. um, like what I guess Americans might call sounders. Um, but to What's basically that? go to like comic cons and places like that and go up to famous people and say, can you record an intro for my podcast? Um, and then you just oh, get wow. these little one liners, you know, I'm Kevin Smith and you're listening to the show. Um, and I forgot that that is, that is a tradition and, uh, we, we have that with, uh, with one of the podcasts. So that's quite nice. Um, I'd, I'd like one of those. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, I don't know well, what for. Yeah, well, when we meet some famous people, we'll uh, we'll we'll get that hooked up. What I would like for you is, I would like Beware of the Leopard to have um, McGiven doing one for you. I'd very much like um, 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 the 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 other fella, Peter, um, not Peter Jones, 
Simon Jones. Sorry, my, well, I think Arthur, my Arthur head's still a little bit swimming. But yes, um, the the OG Arthur Dent, the canonical Arthur Dent. Yeah, who who has appeared in every Hitchhiker's property, I think. Wow, because he was in the film as the. Um, because the, the, there was a canonical mistake in the radio series, um, and we we talked about this on the on, on our show. But there's a canonical mistake in the radio series, in that Slarty Bartfast records the um, the taped um, threat to the ship as it's barreling through. Um, you know, the uh, we are we are uh, gratified that your uh, continued interest in our planet continues yes. unabated, and the nuclear warheads are uh, merely a. Uh, courtesy yeah. thing um and there's no reason for slightly bartfast to have recorded that because he's an architect he's a you know he does the fiddly bits of fjords um but because he's the first and only person you meet on the planet i guess that's why they cast it that way but in the when they did the film they they realized well there's no reason that slightly bartfast would be recording that so uh the the little hologram head that comes up and uh, delivers the threat is simon jones um which is a, a nice little um a nice little That's treat nice touch. and so nice touch. he's done that I assume he, bartfast did it because because budgets probably just because they didn't even i, I doubt they gave it that much thought i, I honestly yeah, think it it's with a lot of this stuff that the the law and the, the all of that stuff that we bring into these programs exists you know it it um calcifies and it grows over years like when you're just writing stuff like that it's canon it's just like no i'm just writing a silly story i'm just writing something to make me laugh <laughs> i didn't re- realize i was building a canon uh so yeah um i i uh, so there's an interesting one about pulp fiction and I maintain that this is a mistake because it's a mistake that happens in films a lot. Uh, and I think, because uh, apparently Tarantino has spoken to this and I think he's retro, uh, retconned it. Um, and you probably know about this and so I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Um, any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every last one of you. Every motherfucking last one of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the thing at the beginning of the film. At the end of the film, Correct. it's... Um, any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every last one of you motherfuckers. And it's different, right? Um, that's really common in films that's not on purpose. When you, mm-hmm. you hear it a lot with, for example, someone's interviewed in a, uh, in a, an interview room at a police station. And then later they watch it on the tape and it's a different performance. And I mm-hmm. possibly because I've got a decent ear, like I tend to be acutely tuned into that stuff. Um, and it's very noticeable in Pulp Fiction. And I think what I've heard is Tarantino try and retcon it to say, no, no, to- totally, totally meant for that to happen. Any thoughts? Um, I, I can't remember if I can't remember if I've heard this story before or if, as you're telling me, I'm like, yeah, no, that story checks out. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm aware of it. I don't know if I was aware of it before. Um mm-hmm. I uh, I probably thought it was deliberate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was only a second film. Um, and I can just, you know, it, it, because that kind of stuff does happen, it never occurred to me that it would be deliberate. Not that mm. he's not a great filmmaker, and he, he and he is, you know, um, mm. those two those two films especially, and sort of connected in the universe. And there is a whole thing about how actually most of his films share a similar universe, um, like all that's 
really cool. See, I'm, and less, mm, I'm less into that. Ah, well, mm. the, the first two do. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no, because um, there's a family name that's shared between two characters, right? Uh, and that is that is a thing. Um, yeah, Reservoir Dogs, and um, so basically, John Travolta's character is Hi- Harvey Keitel's brother, I believe. Who is who? Uh, so Harvey Keitel is, uh, no, no, not Harvey Keitel. Um, Madsen, <clears throat> right. Uh, is, is Madsen's, um, brother. I forgot. Uh, Vic Vega. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, they've got the same. They've got yeah. The, same the Vegas, yeah. they, they are related. So that is in what way those two films are related. But like, um, okay. the Kevin Smith, uh, the, the, f- what, four or five, films that he made at the beginning not just because yeah, that's, that's, a, that's got, a trilogy uh, yeah uh, yeah indeed um not just because they got jay and silent bob but there's other bits of shared universe in there as well yeah I, so i wasn't so much convinced i wasn't so much convinced that tarantino had built a shared universe yeah uh that's fine if if if, if he if he thinks he has i guess mm. i have to defer um uh, but that just struck me as his way of writing that he would that he would re- recycle names and and I don't think it necessarily does those stories any favors to push through that agenda too hard mm-hmm. uh, and to and to try and make links, but it's particularly because of the way that people are now, where they will start forcing links that aren't necessarily there, and they'll just overthink it. And uh, you know, I, I guess if it, you know, if you enjoy that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but does Reservoir Dogs mean something different because of it? Not so no, much. No. Does Pulp Fiction become improved by that? No, not really. Not mm-hmm. really. Maybe maybe it's a fun parlor game. Um, Kevin Kevin Smith stuff. I thought it was a little bit more on the nose that he was. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, shared, that 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 shared Very universe. Nice. It was a little bit more obvious, um, and and a little bit more part of the part of the texture. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of a little bit more meaningful in that sense, even though those things stand, stand alone. Um, particularly as, as sort of, um, mm, what am I trying to say? Mm -hmm. I can't think what I'm trying to, trying to say now. Mm Um, nope, forgotten it. Okay. Oh, what I'm trying to say is it's Mm -hmm. there, there is a certain kind of social milieu to the, um, to the Jersey trilogy. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it is, if if you imagined if you were actually there and you were someone who kind of went to high school and college and worked at a shitty job and a shitty s- store, mm-hmm. there would be kind of uh, your friends of your friends would be friends of the friends of the other people who are the friends. <laughs> and there would be a, a Jay and Silent Bob type character who would kind of cut through that strata. Mm. Um, and so, the, yeah, the idea of those being a shared universe is something that is a bit more meaningful to me and you don't have to work too hard to see it either. Whereas a lot of of the shared universe theories that go around are like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) If you read it this way, if you tilt the film in this particular direction, I mean, the the Pixar shared universe stuff in particular, it's funny, Mm. but don't take it to heart. Cute idea. Let's move on. Yeah. Like I get the joke, but that's not a thing. It's nice, it's cute that you get to make it a thing, but it's not a thing, so let's just enjoy the films. Whereas hmm. some shared universes do exist, and some others it's like, okay, it's it's fun to play around with that, and that might be a good media studies exercise, but it's not actually a real thing. Um, it's not like the penis in um, uh, in uh, the, the um, Mermaid movie. The penis in the Mermaid yeah. movie? What? 
a big um big old phallus in the uh in the i can't remember if it's just the artwork or if it's the actual film it's probably been uh rendered out now um but there used to be lots of animators jokes and things that were put into um put into earlier disney films so the little mermaid the uh yeah. i think it's um her dad's castle uh is a big is a big wanger uh, nice. And it certainly was on the DVD or the the VHS art. It was like a a very noticeable Ooh. big wanger. Yeah. Why would Why wouldn't you make your kids' film Palace. Ca- Castle a big wanger? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I did a little bit of reading, and uh, there's no there's no ultimate consensus. It seems on this on this Pulp Fiction thing. Um, right. The, the, no one can seem to find an att- uh, attributable quote. And uh, I read one comment that says, "Yeah, he's quite coy when this is brought up." Uh, he answers quite coyly. Uh, so I, I maintain that it was a mistake and he's ret- retconned it. Or not a mistake, just like he didn't think too much about it. And then yeah, just, has, he's got a limited of engineered it. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> no, not the, <laughs> not, not the family thing. The, uh, the, the, the rereading of the line thing. Oh, the re- re- yes. re- re- rereading of the line. But that, there's, I think there's enough. There's enough in the shared. Examples. There's enough in the in the in, in the shared universe thing for those two films. I think to, to hold water because they've got the same surname and they're both in the same line of work. I think I think yeah. that's not a stretch. The, the, there's um, there are other. I, I wish I could think of some right mm. now. Um, I'd have done my homework if I'd. Uh, yeah, no. If, we, if this, if if we'd prepared, if I'd been set. Um, but th- there are there are other things where different different takes with slightly different ways of speaking mm. are, are used from, from different scenes. And, and I, I've, I've always seen it as being um, the filmmaker's way of saying like this, this is the right take for this moment. And I'm not too worried about um, trying to create some sort of objective truth to oh, filmmaking. See, uh, yeah, because I'm, filmmaking I'm is, about it. is it subjective? Pardon? It, I'm very, very anal about it. It's not subjective to me at all. Like if it, if it happened that, unless it's a film that is overtly, um, you know, it sort of has a bit of magical realism or whatever. You, you take a film like Magnolia, for example, where there are lots of things right. in it that don't make sense. Unless okay. it's a film like that, I don't accept that as like no, no, no. You just you try so, harder. Here's the interesting point then, mm. because I. I would read Pulp Fiction as being a magic realist film in a lot of ways. Very much. All the clocks are set to like 4.15 or something like, or yeah, there, there's, I, I absolutely do buy that. Um, yeah. So it, so it's, so it doesn't, it doesn't need to be ultra, uh, ultra realist in no. that, in, 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 in that sense, you know? Um, so the, there's, there's details like clocks. There's things like um, the way the wolf arrives, Mm. Um, there's, there's obviously the, um, the shooting mm-hmm. when they don't die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are, there are all these things that, that happen that aren't that grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's for that reason that I think I would, I would allow it if, yeah. if it was something it. like, oh, I'm, I'm really struggling with, uh, with all my references today. <laughs> But yeah, if it was more of a classically realist text, then I would I would be kind of like going, no, don't 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 snap me out of this. Yeah, because I want to believe I want to believe that this is a, this is a documentary. Yes, absolutely of the story, rather than it being isn't it cute how you're telling the story. I'm I'm completely with you, and I, I remember because you know a while ago we talked about um, <clears throat> having rewatched or planning to rewatch. 
Blade Runner in prep for the the new one. And mm. I'm pretty sure I remember that there is the scene, and I think it might be even replayed a couple of times, where Deckard is, inter- is interviewing um, uh, Sean Thing's character. Yeah. Um, Rachel? Did I just pluck that name yeah. out? Um, and... Um, the, you know, d- doing that interview. And I think they do the same thing with the, uh, you see a turtle on its back and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure uh, they are, if the performance is not, it, it, you know, if, if they didn't recapture the performance, it looks completely like it was exactly the same scene, but from shot from a different angle, but exactly the same performance. And whenever that happens, I'm always like, I give them extra marks, but then when it doesn't happen, I very much take marks away um, because it just it, it's just like oh yeah no I'm watching a film that is imperfect uh, and because it's because people are imperfect and I, I I'm now watching something that's fallible f- fallible doesn't spoil the film but it's like oh yeah no this is definitely a film that was made and there were mm-hmm. constraints that meant that <clears throat> they couldn't uh, take a recording of the scene that was right and. Yeah, so. Alrighty. I can't uh, I, I can't talk about Pulp Fiction without mentioning when my friend borrowed Pulp Fiction off me on VHS back in 1995 or whenever. Yeah. And um, he turned up at my door three or four days later looking quite <laughs> concerned. Yeah. He didn't come in the house. He just stood on my doorstep, <laughs> knocked. I opened the door. All right, mate. Here's your film's back. Oh, thanks, man. Do you enjoy it? Um, don't get it, mate. <laughs> he was alive at the end, but I saw him die in the middle. <laughs> that I'll didn't exactly go where I thought it was going to go, but yeah. <laughs> and then he just walked off. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Have you seen it? I'd quite like to see it. Um, I think there is a cut. And it's the same. I think the same has been done with Memento, which probably makes it a very boring film. But I think uh, someone's done a cut of um, Pulp Fiction where everything is in chronological order. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Couldn't have been more disinterested. (laughs) Well, I I mean, uh, well, you can see the obvious problem, but it, Pulp Fiction is an interesting film because because of Tarantino making it. Yes. Um, to do that is yeah, that's well as you say and as you say, Memento. What? Yeah. <laughs> there you're just telling a sort of fairly um, simple uh, uh, revenge story. Well, not even a revenge story. It's a it's a how how done it who done it story with uh, yeah. with two people from the Matrix. Yeah. Two of my favourite people from The Matrix. Yeah. Should we do... Uh, and, uh, yes? Just thinking of other films you could do. You know, you could do... Um, <laughs> you could do Usual Suspects, but you see his face <laughs> at start. Uh, oh, okay, John. Are we allowed to watch Usual Suspects and Seven and stuff like that? Oh, now you're now mm. you're auditioning for uh, Do the Left Thing, aren't you? Oh, Okay. Um, the 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 yet to be made podcast about uh, ethical dilemmas yeah. for <laughs> for the modern day. Um, mm, it's difficult. Yeah, it really really is difficult. Yep. Um, you, so my go to for this one is going to be it is uh, unfortunate and unfair that Baby Driver will be a forgotten film. Uh. 
because it's it, it is a fantastic movie. It was doing really well, but it happened to be the movie that was out when yeah. the story happened, and therefore it it will be forgotten, forever tarnished. Which is a which is a real 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 shame. Um, what is more problematic than watching Seven is the fact that people knew and didn't speak. That's the most problematic thing. Uh, and I, I know we can't change that. I know we can't go back and fix that. Was that the case with with Spacey? I know it people was knew. with Weinstein. People, people knew and victims were unable to speak out. Okay. So well, that's so, awful then. So yeah, so it's so it's yeah. That that is the most problematic thing. And so watch watch those movies that you've already got. Um, that's fine, I think. But yeah, let's just mm. let's just think about the the the, the, the victims. Really, I think in that one. Um, and I think I think it's right that they got rid of him in the films that hadn't been released. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't go with those. And, yes. it's, and it's right that they've paused. Um, House of Cards. It was all House of Cards was also awful. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it got to, yes, it, it, exactly. Yes, it got awful. It then got really good for one season, and then got pants again. Uh, I, I thought three was was bobbins, and then four was really good. I really liked four, and then five went bobbins again. Um, five was the one where they were making it wars and stuff. Uh, yes, and it also brought in because they they must have already been well. No, they were already planning a transition. That's the weird thing. Because uh, spoilers, she starts uh, talking to camera, so she starts doing a thing of, "Did you not know that I could see you all the long fourth wall?" Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. So that so that's what happens in five. Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hi. Hey, hope. you know, it, but it, but yeah, it is, it is really difficult. And there are all these other ones, you know, there's the, the Morrissey stuff and all the, all these, all these other things. The, the Spacey one, I think, uh, Spacey and Hardwick, um, uh, you know, Spacey has for, for many years was like my favorite actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it's, when it's one and, uh, you know, okay, yes, I'm not a victim. I, let's just, I know I don't have to say it, but obviously I'm going to say it anyway. Mm a victim um but like when, when it's when it's your when it's one of your your guys it's like fuck um and the, the chris hardwick one was was such a disappointment such a bitter disappointment because like i always knew that spacey was an odious little toad like i always knew he was a dick but i mm-hmm. l- really loved his performance whereas mm-hmm. hardwick made his a lot of his his sort of um uh, whatever the, the phrase is, but he, he built his career to a degree um, out of being amicable right. and amenable and uh, am- amiable. I keep dancing around the wrong word, but amiable and, and like very cheery and very nice. And then you hear not very nice things. And, you know, that's still slightly up in the air. But yeah, it's it's weird that he, he, he made a sort of a very quick perfunctory denial. Well, and and there's honest, been... I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, how much longer have you got? I'm not, not going to launch into a big thing. Not long. Just just give yeah. me a. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's who fine. We're talking about an actor, director. He is a. Um, he was a started off as just kind of a podcast guy. He's a stand up. He was a stand up comic. Um, he got 
sober after being um an al- well obviously still an alcoholic but after being a, a using yeah. alcoholic and got sober and has been sober for about 12 13 years um and wrote a self-help book about it and uh, formed a company called the nerdist and out of that uh started the podcast and then that parlayed him into hosting a show called at midnight which was a american uh, attempt at a panel show which was very good um and then he went on he did does things like the after show for the walking dead and and also for the better call Saul and uh breaking bad like he did a lot of after shows um and various things like that and and uh built he's, he's now all money like he's he's his his blood type is money um because he just worked his ass off for so long and his girlfriend that anyone who knew who he was um he you know who would occasionally appear on intros to his podcasts back in the day before they split up uh she wrote a piece a couple of weeks ago basically saying uh uh, a, a, an unnamed podcaster who was very successful and went on to a great career uh, was uh, abusive to me and did um, uh, really not good things. Um, and uh, and that came like a, a bolt, bolt, bolt from the blue, and it was like, fuck. But I, I was pinning my hopes on people like Hardwick because they were supposed to be the people who were... Yeah, anyway, so... Mm. Okay. And he's left. He's left a lot of people in in the wake because he was connected to a lot of universes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know Dan Harmon type universes. Um, uh, Nerdist. You know, it put out a lot of podcasts, so there's a lot of shows there that have worked with him. Um, right. Theater things, you know, like live shows and uh, like Kamel Nanjiani um, did a lot of stuff with him. You know, performed in his venues and all these. So that like there are there are tendrils that that's um that that reach out from from hardwick's empire that have all kind of been been affected by it so yeah oh wow Mm. sorry thank you thank you for explaining that so there you go um i've got time for you to do a quick thread of the week oh cool and then send me some homework and go because i yeah all right um, so you, you, you've got the thread of the week. Yeah, you're, you're carrying the ball. For I'm this carrying, carrying a can. Um, so this this is a visual one, but obviously uh, link is in the show notes. Uh, and it is um, so you see this meme all the time. It is the meme of the blurry girl on the left hand side in a busy high street. Guy in the center with a checkered shirt, looking back at the at the girl, uh, making a sort of yeah. Ooh, hello face. Girl on the right hand side with um, brown hair, looking at the guy, being like, "The fuck are you doing?" Um, we all know that and we all take that image and we put different things on it. We might change the heads. We might put some text on it um, so that the guy is looking at different things. And it's always the guy really uh, who's, you know, looking back longingly at a, at a concept. Um, and it turns out that the girl on the right hand side who, with the shocked face is basically employed to look shocked um, everywhere uh, she has this career uh, in 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 stock photography. So um, this tweet from uh, Ernie Smith says, "No, the girl on the right. I have something to show you guys. Um, she's really shocked when looking at screens. I mean, <laughs> really shocked, absolutely in disbelief. Her friends are shocked too, and it's just lots and lots and lots. There's like a dozen or more photos of her." agape just mouth agape looking at devices 
Um, and as you go through, the, I've seen the thread. As you go through yeah. it, her, her mouth seems to get wider and <laughs> yeah, wider. Does. Like she's detaching her jaw. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and so I I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, so you could uh, there's a there's a, a thing I, I think there's a stock um, photo link actually to all of the uh, well yeah all of I, have I got news for you Mark Steadman okay do you not know the story of that of the main image from the macro the, the macro so the, the 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 macro being the basis of the meme yeah oh okay sure so meme so and and. An image, an image macro. When people go, oh, that's a good meme. Yes, they, yeah, yeah, they, they mean the image. Yes, they mean the image. Yes. So, the, so the macro is the base, is the basic image. Sure. And then the meme is the set of rules that you encode and decode on it. Absolutely. To create a joke, um, and and the idea as it spreads, uh, and and the idea as it as it changes. Um, but the, yeah, the, the base start image is referred to as the macro when you kind of break break these down. So the image macro of a uh, guy looking at girl walking past girlfriend looking angry those three people work with the same photographer and there is a huge series of photographs where you can watch them in various permutations <laughs> sometimes it's you know girl girl sometimes it's girl boy sometimes it's both um uh, as, as it were in terms of their their interpersonal relationships but there's the, the the walking past girl came in quite late, but the first few seasons, a few, few sets that the guy was doing, they were they were getting a flat together, <laughs> they were having a baby together. There's all these backstories that you can <laughs> project onto onto them. Because I saw a similar thread to the one that you had, where someone put together the thing which says uh, where they they put a photo story together about what happens after the arse looking incident. Um, uh, there's been quite a few features written in places, probably three things like vice and stuff like mm-hmm. that, where they've kind of talked to and interviewed the, all the characters or all, all the, all the actors mm-hmm. for want of a better word. Uh, I mean, in terms of social actors rather than in this, but they are obviously actors in, in the sense of being models. Um, essentially the guy, he takes the photographs. He just got a camera and was like, oh, what can I do with this? And then he discovered stock libraries and then he, re- then he hired them and then he started taking photographs of them in all these things. And they're doing, they're all doing really, really well out of it. It's, <laughs> it's really nice. That's quite a nice story. Yeah. I will try, I will try to find you a link. Yeah. Please do. Um, um they are, she, I mean, she's got a talent for opening her mouth oh, yeah. in a very specific, cause that's the thing that it's, it's like all of them. It's not just a simple O, like it's a very specific, like you said, like a jaw dislocation. It's so, such a specific shape that she makes her mouth in every photo. It's quite remarkable. I think, you know, if you've got a talent, you have to work with it. Absolutely. Oh man, these are amazing. So, so many angles. Do I have any homework? Uh, um, I feel like... Move house? Y- yeah, absolutely move house. Um but more specifically, do you need to give me some jobs? I've got, don't, don't give me, don't give me jobs to do to make think you to think of jobs. Um, I think, I think we'll have to think of something <laughs> to do. I think I honestly, I think the the homework is I've got to put on a festival uh, and, and you've got to do some house moving. You've got to box up all your shit and get, get moving. Yep. I certainly do. <laughs> So I will see you at the Birmingham Podcast Festival, buddy. Yes. Are you there? Yes. I said sorry. I said yes, but perhaps I was quiet.
<laughs> you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs>